It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. Really big show going on today. Double your pleasure. We got two guys in studio. They are two wild and crazy guys. Brian Benno and Stu Markowitz, physical therapist at St. Mary Medical Center, talking physical therapy. Good to have you along here, you guys. Thanks for having us. That's Thanks right. And uh, we're talking ahead of time. And uh, you're Pat, right? And you're Stu, I think, right? Or just the other way around? Brian. But Brian. Right. Brian. Yeah, Brian. How come I said Pat? Is it right. Brian Benno? Yeah, okay. B squared, we'll call him, right? Yeah, so like they call it. you. And uh, we're talking physical therapy and a thing called the McKenzie Method. Sounds like a Brad Pitt film that, uh, <laughs> that's going to be released. Uh, that's great. Could be. Could be. I don't know. But uh, before we talk about that, your experience. Uh, Brian, at, uh, at St. Mary's, you've been around a while, haven't you? I have been, yeah. I've been a therapist for 21 years wow. and working at St. Mary's. Graduated with a master's and bachelor's degree. Nice. And the McKenzie Method's a postgraduate uh, study mm-hmm. yeah. certification. So. And? and I've been uh, at St. Mary's about six years or so, physical yeah. therapist, 15 plus years, graduated from Jefferson. Nice. Brian and I both got certified in McKenzie, I think about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah, and sort of uh, you have to work together, sort of thrown together there. How does that? Uh, how does that dynamic work? What's nice is that it's kind of the, your own your own language. Mm-hmm. You know, we're evaluating patients using standardized terminology, and this allows us to kind of cross pollinate ideas a little bit, mm-hmm. bounce ideas off each other. What do you see? What do you see? Let's do this and mm-hmm. see what happens, and kind of. It's a way to bounce ideas off each other, I think. Yeah, you talk about how the McKenzie method, I've been around a while, I, I don't know what that is. What What is actually the McKenzie uh, method? Well, the McKenzie method is an um, evaluation and treatment method for musculoskeletal conditions. Um, it was discovered by Rob McKenzie in the 50s, accidentally. He had a picture, just to visualize this, I know we're on the radio, but picture a chair, mm. like a bed that was flattened that turned into a chair. It was elevated. Okay, so he had the patient uh, accidentally lay on his stomach there, and he was backward bent for about 10, 15 minutes. Well, Robin comes back, and he was embarrassed. Mm. He's like, "Oh man, that's that." At the method at the time, that was the method of treatment. Mm. Um, so he got the guy out and didn't really say much. But the the patient said to him, "This is the first time in six months that I haven't had this burning leg pain, and the pain kind of left, and it went to my back." So what he did is he was very inquisitive. He put most of his spinal patients in that position, and 80% of the patients, it took their leg pain away. Wow. So he investigated it. Um, some studies came out with MRIs and stuff, and they proved that his thought process was correct. And now it's an international institute, and it's a standardized uh, treatment for musculoskeletal conditions. Yeah, we, everybody's got plenty of that. It's sort of like under assault all the time, whether you're yeah, sure. sitting at work or with on a you know, computer, you got the... Carpal tunnel, neck issues. Uh, repetitive microtrauma, you're right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. small Re- incidents. Repetitive, yeah, and the and you could also say that's where stress attacks, too, sometimes your weakest point, would you? Sure, kind of yeah. th- sure. And that sort of drags you down. As, sure, if you're not uh, feeling good, you might be getting, getting these poor postures more, kind of it's not staying active, mm-hmm. overwhelmed, you know. Yeah, I could see the cycle. And you can, and it's not just anybody can do this, right? Uh, a mail-order course and a couple of, you know, bend and stretch and we'll sure. you know, jack the lane and we'll, we'll move on, right? You have to be a, an MD, mm-hmm. a physical therapist, or a um, physician assistant. Um, they're the people that can kind of, or, or a chiropractor, they can all be certified in this method. 
Stu, is there anything unique about the about the uh, about the method versus? I don't know if there's any. There's not. Somebody says no. This this will work. Uh, this will work better. Well, know. it's unique in a way that most patients we see we fall into these categories. What we call derangements, and about yeah. what we look to, what we yeah. look to identify with them is a directional preference. So most patients prefer to go one way versus the other. And majority of our patients, as I said, it's about 80% of them end up preferring to go mm. in this derangement method. And typically, most of them are an extension responder, which what Brian was saying. Um, but we do see patients that will respond to a flexion maneuver or something we have to kind of do laterally with those mm. patients. But um, the unique characteristics with McKenzie is a directional preference and basically a treatment modality off of that. Yeah. Well, and uh, you'd be perfect for in radio. A lot of derangement going on in this. Yeah, you ain't for, kidding. <laughs> for a lot of stuff going on in there, I can attest to that for a lot of years. But uh, yeah, do you do in, in court? It's called MDT. Is that what? It, uh, and yeah. uh, and is it different than any other treatments? Or I don't. I don't. I would know a laundry list of. This stuff. is this yeah. is what like when we try to trap the patients. Yes, um, it's self treatment, mm. so it doesn't create a dependent care loop, which would mean I'm going to somebody to get fixed. Yeah. We're teaching you how to fix yourself. Mm. Um, it's self-managed. We don't, we don't use the word fix. We use the word manage. Yes. Um, it's how you're managing your symptoms. Um, it's usually self-treatment. Um, it's a lot of postural education and body yeah. mechanics and prevention. Yeah. Is there any uh, studies that show that uh, people can get off uh, from, from what they're doing is get off of pain meds? Definitely. That's, how, that's one way that we're... We can monitor progress with patients if their their frequency of their use of their pain medicine will sort of document if they're using it and then hey, do they need to use it and are they weaning from it. And mm-hmm. a lot of times it's uh, very mechanical-based, so it's a mechanical problem with a mechanical solution. Sometimes pain medicine just blocks your perception of the pain mm. where the stuff that Stu and I are doing are getting to the root cause of the pain and getting the material off that nerve root that's giving you all that pain. And man, I'll tell you, there's a psychological downslope to all that stuff. I don't think I'm ever going to get any better. And that's always the, or you'll have to live with it. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that one. Uh, and, you know, you're almost like you're beat before you get started. Anecdotally, or a good yeah. story recently, I had a patient I had treated two months prior for his hip, completely different, unrelated issue. I'm traveling for three weeks. I'm going to the other side of the world. I'm going to be on the plane for 18 hours. Oh. I need to get in. I need to get in mm-hmm. to see you. I'm having this new back pain and leg pain going down his leg. You know, the cam's in. He's like, I've been on steroids. I've been on Percocet, whatever it is. A uh, bunch of those medica- uh, medication cocktail. On evaluation, he's like, I don't have my leg pain anymore, which I was having still on that medication. He's like, it feels like the pain is gone. Saw him the next day because literally he was flying out, I think, today. Mm-hmm. And He's like, is it the medication that's working now? I'm like, no, Manny. I'm like, it's actually your movement that's actually controlling it. You're actually able to control this pain by movements that we've introduced to mm. you. And he's like, I didn't feel like I got that relief out of the medication. I was on for two weeks. And within two days, I started to feel rapidly better. Right. And basically, it's giving, as Brian was saying, self-treatment. The patient can kind of control their own destiny. I joke with patients at times. Harken back to the love boat. Literally, I am their tour guide. I, I go for Isaac or Julie. I'm Not just, the stooping over there, right? Yes, yeah. I'm merely just your tour guide, giving you these options of how you can get yourself better right. and, make, and manage your symptoms, and it's whether they want to kind of follow it or not. 
but yeah. it's very powerful when they see that they can take symptoms away that they were having severely acutely for two weeks or something that it's been a problem for five oh, years. Oh my goodness, yeah. And, uh, and we have many different uh, facets of, of people from St. Mary's from, from rehab uh, to surgeries to diet. And that's, before we go to break, I was going to ask if uh, there's only any diet issues that can cause inflammation joints that you may have discovered maybe it's uh, something they're eating that causes causes inflammation in joints and um, you might be able to detect in some of your work that's interesting i'm sure there's a component of that we deal more with the mechanical aspect mechanical, yeah. but i'm sure there's pro-inflammatory foods that in combination with a a, a mechanical treatment approach um, could be used in conjunction um, with your with your treatment plan for sure yeah I think that's a valuable conjunction function they call it right yeah yes. yeah uh, it's yeah there's always there's always a, you can oh you can't really rule out any everything sure take the holistic approach you know? yeah and uh, if if you can get a little bit of an edge and try to like like move the needle a little bit that's you know that, that that's something to be at least yeah. hard. and if you that's a that's a psychological lift as well right Guys, i just so. happened to read something about the uh, nopella cactus in the uh, the desert kind of mm-hmm. indian tribes would not have these anton they would they wouldn't have these joint problems yeah. and what was unique to their diet they were eating this the fruit of this nopella cactus mm-hmm. which happens to be um a cox2 inhibitor like like celebrex but it's a natural one and all these you know, it's just so there's a lot of the medicines we get our plant-based. It's your arthritis medicine. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. like, it's, you know, I think there's some truth to what you're saying there. Yeah, yeah. so we've had you know, dieticians from different departments saying, hey, you, uh, you know, you, uh, you could go, anything with itis after it is always is inflammatory. You got it. Uh-huh. So, and, yeah, if, and you know, when you get older, you know, you're a little to- less tolerant, something you didn't have. To, maybe there's a food allergy involved. Sure. Gluten something or other. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always there's always components that you really can't, Dismiss, right? Correct. Yeah. Well, we're in the arena today, Brian Benno and Stu Markowitz, physical therapists. We're talking the McKenzie Method and more info coming up. Dear neighbors, our hearts live to fix yours. The St. Mary Cardiovascular Team stands ready to save your life in ways that are safer, faster, less invasive, and sometimes extraordinary. You see, that's our mission to treat you with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash heart. Corporate Sedan Service is built with you in mind. Corporate Sedan Service's large fleet of vehicles and knowledgeable driving professionals meets the unique needs of each person safely and reliably. Don't take our word for it. Check out their great reviews on Yelp. For corporate car service, airport transportation, or a family vacation, call Corporate Sedan Service. Are you ready to take a ride? Call 877-801-6140. That's 877-801-6140. Or go to sedanservice.com. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. And we're in tandem. Brian Benno and Stu Markowitz, physical therapist, St. Mary Medical Center, right? I was thought of the McKenzie brothers there. Remember that from the uh, from the from Second City TV there. But I know it's not the same. But maybe they should call you that since that's what you're doing with the McKenzie method. And you me- you mentioned uh, Stu uh, about uh, directional preference. Uh, is that where you want to go, or maybe what you're capable of or not capable of? Exactly. You know, Can you it, explain? It's that? definitely where we want to go. Mm-hmm. Ideally, with this method, the MDT or we we say mechanical treatment. It's just basically movement. So mm-hmm. idea. What we're trying to do with our patients is identify a movement that gives them 
pain relieving techniques. That's, yeah. a, that's basically Mackenzie in a nutshell, using repeated or sustained movements that give them pain relief, yeah. give our patients pain relief. And typically what we find is, as we said, it's, as I said before, we try to categorize our patients in these four different syndromes. Mackenzie syndrome is one is a derangement, the next one's a dysfunction, uh, postural or an other. Typically, yeah. we see about 80% of our patients as their derangement, so they'll follow that directional preference. Most of the, the patients follow directional preference. Yeah. Dysfunction is more like a I'm trying to think of the best or term. Maybe restore a little bit of restoration <laughs> issue or rehab there. It, it's think of more of like a tight muscle. That's yeah. probably the easiest way to kind mm-hmm. of explain, explain it. And the postural syndrome is so honestly they, they only get they have no pathology related with it. Is honestly they just get pain when they sustain a bad posture. You take them off that posture, they have no symptoms. So we never, it's its such a small percentage of what we actually see in the posture. Most of the people, they just know, I can't bend forward that time. That's yeah. the only time I get my pain. I sit right back up, pain goes away. All right. Straighten up and fly right. That's what you tell them, right? Yes. You, right? yes. <laughs> That's been done, done several times there. Uh, uh, der- you talk about derangements. It's kind of almost like a different kind of terminology. Is that just a? Is that another word for subluxation, or, uh, or, is, there, or is it is, is it uh, synonymous? Is there any? Remember kind of how earlier I said it's kind of the own language that we're talking yes, about. Well, there's yes. certain characteristics of a derangement that Stu and I are looking for. Yeah. Is your pain constant or intermittent? Is it a referred? From your spine into your extremity, your arm or your leg. It's like the central locator or whatever, something like that? And it's that. usually yeah. the, so the, the originating uh, problems in the spine, but the pain gets yeah. referred down the nerve root into the leg in a very specific pattern. Yeah. So once we see that and we're asking these questions and usually certain positions um, pred- like trigger... So we go through a history, a lot of investigating, and kind of we have an idea before we even mechanically evaluate you what should be going on. Um, then we confirm it mechanically. So think of a directional preference. Um, sometimes, like, uh, if a patient says, hey, it hurts when I sit prolonged or when I bend over in the morning and tie my shoes, but if I stand up and walk a little bit or stand for a little bit, that pain feels a lot better. Most likely, they're an extension directional preference, meaning they're extending to get their pain relief. So once we identify that on the evaluation, we have the patient do that frequent and far. We have them do a specific move. And if we're right, the pain should be coming out of their leg, going towards their back. And then once we identify that directional preference, the patient follows through with it. If they're compliant, that's the big thing. They Mm -hmm. have to be compliant. Within six visits, they usually can control their symptoms. We get them on the right track to kind of... You're kind of mining for this stuff here. Yeah, we're really... And there's patterns that show up. So after when you do it a thousand times, we're in five minutes go, oh, you sound like an extension uh, patient. Let's confirm it. Bingo. And then it becomes kind of routine. It's like operation when you grow yes. up. Yeah, ah, totally. You know, remove funny bone, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yep. I mean, you find the, what they call hot spots every once in a while, right? Mm-hmm. There? Totally. Yeah. And it was, um, interesting. what's interesting, too, when a physician <coughs> and that down at the University of Pennsylvania says, we don't want you to just have physical therapy. We want you to have MDT therapy with a certified MDT. They know that the research shows that within six visits, you should be better. And if you're not better... That might lead us to say, hey, let's go the epidural route. Let's get a surgical consult. If you're having progressive neurological weakness, meaning your foot slapping on the floor, you're losing bowel or bladder function, your legs buckling, they're most likely surgical patients, but we don't rule them out. We still see them, but for a short period of time. Last thing we do is delay a nerve compression and have a major problem down the road. Yeah. So actually, a Big Mac would be good, the McKenzie method. Then, right? <laughs> Probably would be. Yeah. <laughs> Probably would. Well, it... It, it probably some people said, yeah, I, I think I've done something like that, but I really can't 
say when or why. I mean, it was always something that was either predetermined. It was maybe some scoliosis or sure. uh, ali- always alignment issues. Or, yeah. Uh, so uh, this works the best spondylitis, for which, yeah. I ha- which I've had for for years. Sure. And, and flared up when I was third. Not, I went through. I sailed. All of a sudden, one day I couldn't get up. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's interesting identifying certain conditions. They do um, studies where they take um, patients without pain. And they give them all MRIs. 50 to 70% of them have bulging herniated disc or severe arthritic changes. So our mechanical assessment will tease out what is the, what's the happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which one's the real cause of yeah, it? And yeah. we can kind of see those patterns and then kind of dictate treatment. Yeah. Um, but I'll be honest with you, it, it doesn't work in everything. It works for certain things really good. Yeah. And the things it doesn't work with, we can identify and say, let's tr- take a do- another method of treatment. Yeah. And and probably the patients would range too. The results would be varied as well, right? Uh, totally. Guys, I mean, so it, what uh, works for patient A would not would not register with patient Correct. B, right? Correct. But as we were as we were saying too, eighty percent of patients usually fall into this category. Eighty, wow. yeah, which is pretty amazing. That's it's pretty. pretty that's pretty high percentage there. Yeah. And going with what you said too, it works for so many different conditions, or it helps us to identify different conditions. People get hung up on their MRIs and their tests and things of that sort, and it's not always the best route. The method has allowed us to, you know, say a patient has have horrible arthritis up and down my spine. This is not going to work. And what we find is. A lot of times, we're able to tease out through the method, okay, what I came out of school thinking was the right direction for yeah. that patient is actually the complete opposite. So yeah. so it's it's kind of a great tool to, I guess, healthcare is big in nowadays and, you know, the media and everyone talking about it and, and everyone's forefront of their minds, but... Okay. Covered under insurance and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it allows us to, you don't need to go get that five hundred or $5,000 MRI. yeah. Go to your doctor, get your prescription from your primary, come see us, and the, we can. there's enough red flags that we can identify the patients we can help and the ones that we can't. Is there identification? Sometimes uh, the medical field, uh, you know, your primary physician has no idea about what's going on on the other side. Is there, is there still a gap on information? There's sometimes a disconnect, but not, um, not as much as you would think. Yeah. What starts to happen is uh, you'll get a difficult patient that got better. And the doctor will go, hey, well, they're McKenzie therapists. They'll kind of look into it themselves sometimes or have a dialogue with them. Um, the university physicians that are up to date on the research, they definitely know what's going on. Um, it does trickle out into the community, um, but it's definitely uh, your orthopedic physicians definitely know what's going on. Most of your family doctors do. Um, it's usually because they've either had a personal experience or they've referred patients that got better, and they, or they might do like um, – they might have an in-service or something where they get it. They, they might skim the surface of it, but yeah. where they, they know enough to say, hey, go here and let these guys do their thing and then come back if you're not better. You yeah. Uh, is, there, is there any uh, nutraceuticals that could be used in, in, uh, in to, to shore things up or at least aid in You in know, I, and most of the stuff that I think is going back to the inflammatory yeah. diets yeah. and some of that stuff, it's not honestly what we do. Yes, yeah. it does. It probably could have played a part in it, but... Honestly, everything we're able to do is those mechanical or movement-based sure. exercises with directional preference will, we, we find, to help the patients. You know, going back with the physicians, sometimes we're lucky enough for a patient, unlucky for the physician, yep. or lucky for us, where they actually have a spinal issue and they come and see us and their their eyes are open very wide to what McKenzie can provide, right. so, which is great. Well, we're talking to Brian Benno and Stu Markowitz, physical therapist at St. Mary Medical Center. We're coming right back. Pain 
is the enemy. Motion is victory. So, the St. Mary Orthopedic Team replaces knees and hips. We mend spines. We mend people. With brilliant technology and simple human kindness. So you can go home faster and happier. That's our mission. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash ortho. Chickies and Pete's proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles and official caterer of the Touchdown Club at Lincoln Financial Field has it all for the real football fans. See the players on Monday nights. Brandon Graham, Nelson Aguilar, Corey Clements, and Sidney Jones. All-you-can-eat Chickies Wings and world-famous crab fries. Just $19.99 every Monday starting at 6 p.m. Your headquarters for Eagles game watch parties. Get the real feel in-game experience. Plus the Green Legion podcast Tuesdays with Dave Spadaro, Hollis Thomas, and their player guests all season long. We love football as much as you do, and we have you covered. Chickies and Pete's for all the details. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. St. Mary Healthline, and for more information, you get to the website at stmaryhealthcare.org. And we're in tandem today. Got a good education process. Brian Benno and Stu Markowitz, physical therapist at St. Mary's. And uh, I was looking down the list, I said, Force progression. What is? It sounds like a movie The Rock might be in. You know, we'll look uh, for force progression. Let's say, let's uh, let's tackle that one there. What did we? What do we got uh, about force progression? Uh, so the, the way we uh, look at force progression, we try to use the the, the least amount of force, and and ideally patient generated forces to treat your derangements. Okay. Mm. Wow. That's, right. That's a that's a mouthful. It's a big yeah, it's a big yeah. statement. What that really means is that. Um, a lot of patients just get relief with a simple position of laying on their stomach or laying up on their elbows. Yeah. And that's all the force that they need to affect their symptoms. And the key is it has to remain better. So if it's decreasing but it's not remaining better, and they're three, a couple sessions in, first we'll, we'll check, are you doing what we ask you to do? Yeah. Are you, second, are you doing it correctly? Third, are you using that lumbar roll we talked to you about? And are you watching how you're bending and lifting? Once we kind of check yeah. all those things off. I think we offended. We think yeah, we're, most no, people we're probably, do. We're, like, uh, we're, uh, we're yeah. like, the, like the Dow Jones up one day down the next. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, by, and so by three sessions in, if mm-hmm. you're not saying that you're f- staying better, we're going to do a force progression. Yeah. So we'll progress the forces with uh, patient-generated forces, and then we'll intervene as needed. May the force progression be with you. <laughs> the unique thing about that is that yeah. We'll use a force progression to allow the patient to self-treat, and we'll pull back once they don't need us, yeah. which is very different than a chiropractic approach, which is I'm going to do something to you to fix you. Kind of an activator there. Yeah, yep. so yep. we're more educating, treating, and pulling back to allow self-treatment because ultimately we want you to be able to control your own pain. Yeah. Did you ever go and then go, I find your lack of faith disturbing? Did you ever, get, <laughs> you ever go into one of those? No, Not yeah. yet. No. I don't know. I just, you think you could use movie, movie lines as possible therapy? I don't know, but yeah, but that, that's interesting. There's always a benchmark where you can refer to, and then you're looking over time. Yes, and if you can coordinate the two, you you have something uh, to work with, right? And one of our yeah. favorite phrases is, "Your success is directly proportional to your performance of the positions." Nice. If you put half effort in, you're going to get half better, and we're real good at kind of putting it back on the patient as making them responsible. Um, once they really understand that, that they're in control, it's all, and then they realize why we're on their case. Yeah, let's 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 face. We're our, we're our own best advocates. Whether whether we like, and I think we've all been guilty of being 
on top of it and then just being totally neglectful. I mean, and us as therapists, we do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. We feel better, we back off a little bit, but we're quick to get back on it. Yeah. You know? I know you're, you're, you're in that, uh, you're, you're, you're in that, uh, trying to be positive and looking for answers and obviously with a drill sergeant you know, being compliant i mean yes. it's a it's a it's a it's a tough tightrope to, to to watch you're on the bus or you're off the bus there you go yeah <laughs> do you do you two uh, at all go ar- ar- around the country or go to conventions to lecture and to talk about what you've been doing i mean you're not not the only ones in the game are you no no they're um there's a network of certified therapists. Yeah. Um, we go more to educational events yeah. to kind of keep up on our skills. But um, I would not be surprised if there is um, educational seminars out there just yeah. for community members. You know. How about in other departments? We've had the, the phys- we've had the physical trainers in here who are working in rehab. Do you maybe uh, coordinate what you do with the programs they can set up? Is there any kind of linkage? with there, Stu? It, it's a good question. Yep. We do, upon discharge with our patients, a lot of our patients will get two months free to the St. Mary's Wellness Center, so mm-hmm. they'll over there. And then a conversation t- sometimes between the trainer or the with what their program yep. is going to be. They're going to say, are there any precautions or anything that they shouldn't be doing? Yeah. And so that's a good conversation we can have just because that department, that wellness Yeah, the more information you have is, is great. You can coordinate with And we've had others, you know, just see the strength training, flexibility training. But to coordinate that with what you're doing, you can get more, certainly you could advance the ball a little bit more. I like saying, get better results over a long period of time. Correct. And we want our patients to go back to their activities as yeah. soon as they can. You know, I... I'm active. I do triathlons. Brian's a golfer. Yeah. So we can kind of provide patients that say are not going to the wellness center. Okay, I like to run or I yeah. like to golf or I'm a kayaker or hiking. What things, you know, should I avoid or should I be aware of? You know, like for me, a cyclist, they've had problems with their back mm-hmm. and you're in a flex position when you're cycling for two, three hours. You know, yeah. what's a good idea for me, you know, when I feel better, when I leave here, when I'm discharged? You know, so usually those patients when uh prophylactically do your back bends yeah. 50 times before you get on your bike do another 50 when you get off oh we or, don't warm or, up or at all like we just you, yeah we do the or same, just thing, thing, same thing with gardening you know i'm gonna go garden for two to three hours how am i gonna make sure this doesn't come back in the future you know you're gonna make sure you do your exercises an extra you know 50 times before you do your uh gardening and picking the weeds that none of us like to do and then you're gonna do it at the end of the day and that yeah. should keep it at bay and that's kind of those conversations we have because we want our patients to go carry on life. We want them to go yeah. enjoy life, and this is a good method. Look at all the injuries that. now in sports. I mean, nobody can stay healthy for quite some time. I can remember my days as a player, you ride a, ride a bus from Tallahassee to Jacksonville, and, you know, and bouncing around and everything else. You've got to do something for your alignment. When you're 20, I guess you don't feel anything, but <clears throat> it does catch up to you. That's sure. You know, yeah. when you're doing, you're, you're, I'm not say at risk or sleeping in a strange bed in a, in a hotel. I mean, it, there's all these... I won't say risk factors, but uh, always something up to pop up to get you. And you yeah. nailed it. Like I said, <laughs> repetitive microtrauma, years yes. of poor sitting posture, poor bends. Yep. It allows these little fissures in the disc to create these little entryways to bulges. All Got of a sudden, you, you walk into the bathroom, you yeah. flush the toilet, and you crawl out. Yes. One day. <laughs> it, like, yeah, and I, I never saw it coming. Right, yeah. All yeah. I did was pick up a tissue. Yeah. Or I was uh, bending down, you know. Yeah, I grabbed the grocery bag. I got stricken and worried. I was putting away a few albums, and all of a sudden, something just, just gave, and um, it just shot right through my head. Sure. Yeah, so. Yeah, wow. And uh, found out there was a crack in the lumbar. 
Wow. So there's, you know, and then that's where it went. Sure. So, so a lot of, they got a lot of calcium supplements and some work there, stretching and kind of, so we, you know, could work around it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, awesome. So, yeah. Well, you're involved with the, the McKenzie Method and you're, you're the preaching the gospel. Is there, is it, is where you are, is there a place you want to be or go to next in, in, in your work? Uh, the way I look at it, I want to do the greatest good. Yeah. So as many people as I can touch and help, that's yeah. why I'm doing it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So and yeah and also as in ed- you're also in in the education business. Let's sure. Yeah. I mean, that's you're, very true. <clears throat> because yeah, I'm going to do this, and then you're going to get why. Yeah. Yeah. And and or why not or, or uh, with why isn't this working for me? Why not? There's something else. So you're not only the therapy. It's also sure. It's also. Working upstairs too, right? Think if you understood what you were doing versus me telling you to do something, like a mother telling their child to do something. You're gonna get resistance mm. sometimes, mm. but if you understand why you're doing it, yeah. you become a team mm. and you work together for the same goal. <clears throat> and do you think uh, over the long run, uh, Stu, that maybe people can, uh, patients could sort of recognize where they are? Because sometimes it's just you totally get ambushed. But now, I've done this before, and I. Now I've got some work to do, that and, is and, a, and you, you know, they're your best advocates as you you educate that can correct, help themselves. Correct, and that's one of the things we try to educate our patients on discharge is setting them up. Okay, you know what happened yeah. when. Okay, so when we discharge them, pretty much it's almost like you're brushing and flush your teeth. Yeah. You know, you're going to do whatever your reductive method or maneuver to make yourself to help yeah. uh, manage your symptoms, and we tell the patients, yeah. if this comes back in six months, if this comes back in two years. You're going to say, what did that guy tell me in therapy? He said, do my exercises every two hours. Use my lumbar roll when I'm sitting because that's something we talk about. Be mindful of my posture, my body mechanics, make sure we're lifting right. And if it's something that doesn't go away, going back to the methods that we taught them, go back to your primary, get that script, come back, and, yeah, we'll go over the method and try to identify it. Maybe it was something you're doing wrong technique or maybe the problem has changed to a different Method, or maybe a yeah. different directional preference we sure. need to that patient. Yeah, but the recognition factor maybe more is retention. So Correct. you're actually doing a better service when you're not around, as as, as they're taking taking care of themselves. Sure. And, and before we go, uh, do you, everybody's involved. They, they whatever business they're in with surveys and feedback mm-hmm. and who's doing what and how they're doing. How did you feel about that? What did you feel about this? Everybody seems to be wanting supervised, and and do you get that kind of uh, support groups that are that are involved with uh, what you're doing, and you get sort of survey and take their temperature, uh, yeah. Ryan, as as you go along. There are random surveys that St. Mary's <coughs> gives out upon discharge mm-hmm. to the patients, and we'll get feedback through that. Um, the the real feedback is my pain went away. That's, That's it. All I need to hear. Yeah. You know. Or it hasn't returned. Yeah. You know, yeah. And and that's. Uh, or uh, it's it's better than it was. Sure, yeah. not, You'll take anything. Or I can live with this now. Yeah, you know? yeah. I can handle this. This yeah. is acceptable. What's the oldest patient you've ever treated? Ninety-two. No kidding. Youngest. And, uh, about seven. Seven. Yeah. Wow. And I will I will say this: uh, things I used to see in fifty or sixty year olds, I'm seeing in teenagers now. Yeah. Um, nerve pain down their arm from using cell phones. Their head sustained yeah. flexion. Look chin to their chest, and that just allows a disc to smush on a nerve eventually. So instead yeah. of that problem happening when you're 50 or 60, this is happening to uh, teenagers. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, and I think too, as uh, being an old player, and uh, I, we have a show with chiropractors from time to time, and they said that ki- kids are walking into their office, sixteen years old, with the uh, you know like the body of a middle-aged man. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Well, what's the difference?" I said, "Well, everybody's involved with travel teams and sports and around the clock, twenty-four-seven, three-sixty-five. There's no rest in between." And there has to be a component for that, sure, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, you're wearing you, you're wearing it out. Yeah, yeah burn the candle from both ends. I never can't works do it. Good. It yeah. doesn't work. No. So short term only. Yeah. You also have the the rest factor in there too. It's uh, sur- we let symptoms dictate. We yes. want you to be as normal as you can, but mm-hmm. listen to that leg pain. That's your measuring stick. If if what you're doing is offensive and it's shooting down your leg, yeah, you know, that's your sign. Just you don't go to the next store and don't pick up the grandkids and take the dog to the dog park. That yeah, day. <laughs> yes. you know, admit tomorrow, you know. <laughs> Yeah, live to fight another day, as they say. Well, we've been in conversation with Brian Benno and Stuart Markowitz, their physical therapists at St. Mary Medical Center, trying to do the best they can to educate and treat the McKenzie Method and a lot more on our St. Mary Healthline. Thanks a lot, guys. Got to get you back. I appreciate uh, it. And it's been a lot of fun. Thank Thank you you so much. That's right. Uh, St. Mary Healthline, you check in with us, what you do. 9 o'clock on Wednesdays here on WBCB.